And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and along shortly will be my Hall of Fame podcast partner, Coach Ted Huber. He's standing in the wings, and uh, we're going to be exploring, kind of getting back in uh, cahoots with our roots here now that the state championships and all of that is over. And we're going to be talking about the All-Star Game from 2004. We've got a couple of coaches that were on the staff of the 2004 North Squad, and we'll talk into them. And we're also going to be uh, talking about what the state championships were, who the uh, top players were in the All-Star Game, and things of that nature. But before we get started, just to give you some reference points of what was going on back in 19, or rather in 2004, was uh, some of these things. Former President Ronald Reagan, he died at the age of 93. Summer Olympics were held in Athens, Greece, and Michael Phelps won his first of six gold medals for a total of eight in the Summer Olympics. So that and much, much more coming up. So stay tuned. It should be a great show. Big Cat Promotions wants to congratulate your team for an outstanding season and help you celebrate your conference and state tournament series success with what we call the Triple Option. Commemorate your team's success, create a lifetime treasure for your players and coaches, plus provide a fundraiser for your program. You see, Big Cat Promotions works with hundreds of designers that are ready to take your idea and turn it into a family keepsake. Trophies, plaques, medallions, magnets, window clings. With over 100,000 products available, we can create just about anything that will be a lifetime reminder of your team's success. Call me, the Big Cat, today at 574-551-5916 or email at tiger at bigcatpromotions.com and congratulations on an outstanding season. And welcome back, everyone, to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And, hey, we're kicking off the new year, and uh, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus here. Or is that a hiatus? I forget. Anyway, Coach Ted Huber and I have uh, taken kind of December off and uh, we're back in action here as we head into January and gearing up for another exciting year of Indiana Football Coaches Association's uh, official podcast. And we're getting back in cahoots with our roots, kind of, as we are uh, exploring the All-Star Games. And we left off a long time ago with, I believe, 2003. Now we're jumping back into 2004. And I have my co-host, Coach Ted Huber, with me, a Hall of Famer. And, in fact, I'm surrounded by Hall of Famers here today as I have a couple of guests who are also Hall of Famers, and I'll let Coach Ted Huber introduce them. Coach, take it away. Okay, we have two Hall of Famers, no question. Uh, We have the head coach from 2004 of the North, Leroy Marsh from Munster, and uh, Bart Curtis, who obviously bum knows because he just had breakfast with him. (laughs) he happens to be back in Warsaw now. So anyway, uh, we're we, you know we're excited to have these two guys with us. Uh, uh, they coached in the 2004 All Star Game. Uh, I'm sure that they remember everything that happened and are going to relate it to us. So, Leroy, first of all, I want to ask you, how did you get into coaching and? Why did you get into coaching? And I know there's a special person that uh, was involved with that. I got into coaching because I loved being around kids and I loved football. And uh, I went to college at Augustana College in, in Illinois. Um, always planned to get back into, into coaching if possible. Um, and fell in love with the sport in, in high school and in the college. And so when I got out, I thought, if I want to do something that I really liked, it was going to be coaching. And so coaching led me to teaching, and I fell in love with teaching. I like teaching. In fact, I'm in my 
fiftieth year of teaching in Munster <laughs> High School, right? Now. Wow. So, um, so that's how I got in, and then I got once I got the job at Munster, which is a 1973 was very difficult. So the post Vietnam era the jobs were very tough to get. Um, I, I last found a guy named John Friend, who is a, a legend in RFCA and in Indiana football. He kind of led me on my way to this position. Yes, he did. All right. So, Bart Curtis, uh, give us a little of your background. Well, I was fortunate enough, Ted, to uh, latch on in the uh, uh, South Bend School Corporation back in the mid '80s. Um, worked for uh, a guy as you as you well know, Scott Bovenkirk at South Bend, Washington. And was fortunate enough, uh, the year before that, I worked with a guy named Wally Booker at South Bend LaSalle, which is now uh, a middle school. But uh, was very fortunate to get on and, and have those two guys, particularly Scott. I was with him four years, uh, kind of take me under his wing and and say, hey, you know, start coaching. I'll let you know when you mess it up. And uh he did, and and I was very fortunate to be at the right place at the right time with the right people, and uh, uh, finished my my phys ed, my teaching degree, and and have been able to uh, coach at some really great places over the last thirty some odd years. What are those places? Why well, you, I, while you're there, yeah. Well, I my first teaching job was at New Prairie High School in nineteen and ninety. Um. After uh, I finished my teaching license, I, I thought I was going to get a job in South Bend. It did not work out that way. Uh, New Prairie had an opening. I went there for a year under Mike Jennings and uh, ha- had a great experience there and then had the opportunity to, to, to be, be a head coach at McConaughey High School through a buddy of mine named Jeff Adamson who knew the principal there. And I was there six years. Uh, and then... Uh, had the opportunity to uh, my old principal that had hired me at New Prairie had an opening for their head coaching position. So I went back to New Prairie for 11 years there as the head coach. So I was there one as an assistant, 11 as a head coach, and then went to Mishawaka High School in 2008. Was there for 10 years. And uh, of course, Ted, you, you showed up a couple of times on the sidelines there. Uh, and saw saw us play a few times, and then uh, came to Warsaw in 2018 after 10 years at Mishawaka, and I've been here five years. Still can't fill your shoes, though, Ted. Yeah, right, of course. (laughs) Yeah, you just can't keep a job. Right, uh, apparently, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right, now, let's let's talk about uh, 2004 here. Uh, let's talk about the North coaching staff. What do you guys remember um, uh, about the North coaching staff? I know that Kennedy was one of them. Uh, Kurt Kennedy was one of them. And of course, you two guys were on that staff. And uh, what else do you remember about that? Just jump in anywhere. Well, we had, we had, it was a great coaching staff because none of them had big egos. We came in all very, uh, very intent on trying to win the game but doing it the right way. But uh, we had Chip O'Neill from South Bend Clay, and he brought his son, Adam Long, to play linebacker. There's Chris DePew at that time was at East Noble. Uh, we had David Black from Benton Central. 
and Steve Boozer from Blackford. So we had a great staff, and uh, Bart was the defensive coordinator. I handled the, handled the offense, and everybody began, kind of blended in very well. Yeah, I would say with you with the offense, you probably had a ground and pound kind of a approach. Kind of, but we, we had a couple of touchdown passes in the game, and uh, actually my uh, quarterback who I brought along with me, Wally Serafisi, I ended up being the most valuable player of the game. So we did okay. Right, exactly. All right, now, on the other side of the uh, field, if you will, uh, we had uh, Keith Fiedler was the head coach. And, uh, you know, Keith was at Carmel at the time. Keith was an assistant coach and a head coach both at one time or another in the All-Star game and unfortunately has passed on, uh, you know, since then. But uh, he was the head coach. Uh, we had Mark Hayes, who won three state championships uh, and had coached in the All-Star game quite a bit, I think, also was on that South staff. Uh, Jim uh, Boswell from uh, uh, Ron Colley, I think, is where he was at. Maybe Ritter. I believe Ritter. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kyle Johnson. And we had Bruce. Green of uh, South Spencer, way down on the river down there. And uh, one of the blessed boys, Tim, uh, who at that time was uh, was at Columbus North. So, uh, Jim Self, too. Was, you know, I'm sorry? Jim Self from Hamilton Southeastern, too. Was on that staff. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, it was quite a, quite a staff. I mean, you know, both, both, both staffs were – uh, filled with uh, people that coached for quite a while and uh, did some really good things. So, what do you uh, what do you remember about the staff relations, if you will, going uh, north versus south? Well, first of all, I can tell you it was a pleasure having Keith Fiedler as the head coach of the South. We we got along very well. Both our staff got, uh, got along very well. We didn't try to bend the rules uh, uh, in any way. Uh, Keith was a, a real class act, and uh, we're, we're really missing. But uh, Bart can tell you a little bit more about the, the assistant coaches and their relationships. Yeah, we we had a blast. You know, it was competitive throughout uh, the week, but it wasn't hyper competitive to where you couldn't get along with with the guys. You knew that the the game was coming, and back then, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Leroy. We we checked in on a Sunday, and the game wasn't till Saturday. I think you're right. Mark. Yeah, I think it was a a, a week long deal. Uh, checked in Sunday, had our meetings, got to know the kids, practiced once Sunday, three times Monday, twice Tuesday because we'd go to the Hall of Fame, twice Wednesday because I think we went to Camp Riley. Uh, twice Thursday, twice Friday. Then we went to a Indianapolis Indians game. Does that sound right, Coach Marsh? And then Saturday morning, checked out, went over to North Central and played the game. But it was one of the things you did, uh, Coach Marsh. You you made it fun, and you were you were so highly organized. With everybody knew what they were going to be doing before we ever stepped foot on on campus, and and. you know, when I had the opportunity to coach in 2010 as a head coach, I basically took all your notes, saved them, and wrote 2010 on and changed the name of the coaches. 
uh, you were that hyper-organized, which made it so easy for us to just go out and coach. And, uh, you know, one of the things I look back, I still have the North All-Star assignments, and you took care of discipline and trainers and injureds. That was your kind of other than your coaching. Uh, and then everybody else was free to coach their kids, knowing that if we had an issue with them, I remember the first first or second day, you were ready to send a couple kids home, and, and I know you would have. Um, and they shaped up in a hurry. But I, I remember Coach Marsh saying, hey, your ass is heading back to so-and-so or wherever. And uh, the, the, uh, the kid uh, shaped up in a hurry. But we didn't have any discipline issues. The kids were awesome. Uh, we didn't have any prima donnas. Uh, and, and at the time, it's different now. But at, the, at that time, uh, I, I think your kids could still play in the game, even if they were Division One players. Is that right, Coach Marsh? Yeah, yeah we had quite a few Division One players. We had some, a few on our team. The South was loaded with them, yeah. naturally. And, uh, but, yeah, we, we, we had a lot of really great players to, to coach. And the kids were good. But one of the things we started with when we got our coaching staff together is when we start taking our teams, and you always have some regions, loyalty to you pick a team is once we got past the top four players in each region, then we kind of settle and say, okay, guys, we want to win this game or do we or not? And then it's time to put the regional loyalties outside. Then we start picking kids that I think our, our motto with them was class and character. We have kids that there's a ton of really good football players in the state of Indiana. So you might as well pick kids that want to be there and you want to be there and not have problems during the week. So we kind of vetted all the kids we, we brought in, and uh, we ended up with a really good uh, group of kids, character, and and discipline. Uh, well, you know, you were, you were there a week, and uh, that that's about right, I think. Uh, I'm not so sure now that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a hurry-up kind of a situation right now. Boy, you come in on Tuesday and play on Friday or whatever. So, anyway um, – what are some of the kids that – I wanted to ask you, though, Leroy, okay, how many times did you coach in the All-Star game? I told the coach there – I coached twice before the, uh, the 2004. I coached the defensive coordinator for uh, uh, Coach Geeson from Penn, and then I was defensive coordinator for uh, Coach Hummer from DeKalb, and then this is my third time. So I had learned the, the, the process pretty good. And uh, had a good handle on some of the mistakes we'd made before when I was in the All Star game. Okay, and and then I know you were in the 2016 All Star game because yep. we were there together. And we, yeah, it was uh, a great time. You know, you uh, coached the D line and I had the O line, and every day we had fun with them and uh, with each other. Uh, I want to ask you the reason I brought it up. I wanted to ask you: Did you prefer? After you went through all this, did you prefer being the head coach or an assistant coach? You know what? It didn't matter to me. I, I had fun every time I was there. And uh, it was fun. I, the, the other time, the first two times I was defensive coordinator, so I had a little responsibility. But that at that time, I still remember you could come in and run any offense you wanted and any defense you wanted. <laughs> and right. I, I remember uh, at the, whether the first and second time meeting up with the South uh, our coaches. Uh, you're releasing your offense, and and you'd release an offensive set, and they'd tell you something, and you kind of went back and forth. You see bad things 
as they had the things, just to make sure that they were working on lots of things. But it, it's much better now where we have a, a kind of some rules on offensive, defense, and, and uh, easier to, to prepare your team. Well, you know, in 16, when we were in the game, uh, it was fun because uh, we had Chris Geisman on the north and Dick Dullahan on the south. And uh, you talk about competitive. <laughs> it, was, it was it was competitive because, uh, you know, it was – the outcome was very, very important. So, anyway, yeah. Anyway, so let's, let's think about some of these – some of these players, okay? You talked about, uh, uh, you know, Serafisi, who was the MVP, was your quarterback. Uh, what else, uh, you know, What? who else do you remember? And, um, you know, maybe we can throw in here. Well, I remember a lot of the, the, the play, a lot of great uh, players that played in the game. The one kid that I remember the most, I think, is the kid named um, Nathan Biska. Uh, Bart, you remember him? From, oh, ab- from, absolutely. Plymouth. And I, I went through my original spreadsheet looking for his name. I couldn't find it the other night. And I think he was a late add-on. Somebody dropped off, and we had to come. And I think he was one we put on. Tom Condon talked us into it, but boy, he made some great plays. He's a little short, red-headed kid, and we put we put a formation in uh, for the run, the, just the, the straight dive. And he was short behind those big linemen, and they couldn't find him. But he had he just gouged them for three or four uh, big plays during the game. But there were a lot of good players in the game. Yeah, I talked about uh, I talked with John Barron about him because at the time John Barron was an assistant at Plymouth when That's the kid correct. played there, and uh, of course Tom Condon was the head coach. And uh, uh, you know he said that uh, you know the same things you guys are saying about what a competitor and and uh, he went to Grand Valley State, just happened to play for a guy named Brian Kelly there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, and, uh, you know, Kelly left. Uh, he was called – he was the freshman of the year there, and uh, Kelly left. And and so he, uh, you know, it, it kind of screwed up his plans a little bit, but uh, uh, he got injured and it didn't work out for him. But, uh, you know, what, what a great kid. Yeah. Anybody yeah. else, uh, you know, come on. You know, you gave me a kid named Josh Gaines. Uh, Leroy. You remember him, Josh? Uh, Bart? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was Penn State kid. Yes, he was. And he, was our, of- he was our defensive MVP, and he was, yeah, he's a young man that would not be allowed to play in the game nowadays, but he was he was a joy to coach, and he was incredible. Yes, he was. Nobody could block him. <laughs> no, that helped. Yeah, when we got him into it passing helped. situations, he was – <laughs> he was unblockable for sure. Now, since we're talking Big Ten football players here, uh, there's another guy on this list that uh, kind of jumps out at me, uh, and he ended up going to uh, the Indiana University, Purdue University. Uh, his name was Desmond Tardy. What can you guys tell me about him? Oh, we didn't get a chance to coach him. <laughs> oh, you did on the other side. He was on South. Oh, okay. But yeah. he was really, yeah, really right. good. If you <laughs> you wanted to know about Desmond Tardy, ask Corey Yeoman. Okay. Because the, <laughs> the fall before the All-Star game, uh, Penn played Warren Central. That's mm-hmm. where uh, Tandy, 
um, Tardy was from. Okay? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tardy was not Tardy. I right. will tell you that. He was a quarterback. Uh, he was a quarterback in high school, and he played for Kevin Wright. And uh, I think the score was 57 to 7, right. if I'm not mistaken. Wow. I think he scored four touchdowns, and his uh, his ability level obviously was way, way up there. So, now that- uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if you talk to Corey, he would uh, remember that kid. Now he that was in the state championship game where they beat Penn that bad. Is that, that right? That was in the state championship wow. game in the five A state championship, right? Wow. wow. Yeah, that's when the reign of terror down there with Warren Central was going on. Right. Um, I think you know uh, that was after the uh, Geesman era uh, at Penn when they won five state championships. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I know uh, the stats and facts that Ted sent me on him just uh, really jump off the page as far as it goes to being a player that ended up at Purdue and all Big Ten wide receiver and all that kind of good stuff. So he was pretty You know, incredible. another kid that was mentioned was a kid named Roth, okay? Parker, I oh. think his first name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a brother named Tyler, which the uh, all-star game MVPs named after because he unfortunately got killed in the car accident right. uh, before he could play. But Tim Roth, uh, head coach at Winnemac for 30 some years. Uh, that was hit one of his sons. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think uh, Parker's still around Winnemac. I don't know that for a fact, but right. uh, you know, I think he is. So that's, that's always, you know, you, you talked about Chip uh, O'Neill's son playing in the game. So, you yeah, know, Adam. I'm sure it would have been, I'm sure it would have been a, uh, you know, a, a fantastic time for uh, son and and dad to be there at the same time. Yeah. Well, we ended up, as we selected the team, we ended up with four coaches' sons on the team. And Adam O'Neill from South Lake Clay, Ed Parker Sabal, his dad was the Southwood. Tim Dawson from Concord, some played on the team with Parker. And those guys were kind of gave us the nucleus to build around. They'd been around coaching so many years, understood the process. And they were great leaders for us and, and all had a had a good game. I think I think Parker uh, Roth at the end of the game uh, intercepted a pass to seal the deal. I think I remember Bob Bart. Yeah, I believe you're right, uh, Coach Marsha. Um, I do have the DVD somewhere. I probably should have watched it before I came on the show to refresh my memory, but uh, I may have to do that today. Well, now, you guys, and just so everyone knows, the North did win the game. We did. 23-21, so it was a tight ball game. It, was, it got tighter at the end. We jumped out, I think, to a 17-0 lead early, and uh, – then we held on, and uh, the kids held on. I should say they, mm-hmm. we did we did something uh, that I, in my all star experience we hadn't done before. Is we I decided that if we're going to be an all star, you're going to get to play in the game. So I decided that we were going to fully two platoon during the game. Mm-hmm. Kids were told the first day that you're going to play every other series, mm-hmm. and then in the fourth quarter we'll go with whoever is hot. And uh, right. I don't think we ever deviated. We stayed the full platoon the entire game, and the kids played well. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that stands out to me here, looking through this roster, you know, you had your Division One kids who were going to play on television. But other than that, 
there was no difference between your 1A kids and your 5A kids. Uh, you know that. No, you know what I mean. It, you did. We did such a, and with the input of coaches and at the region levels, of getting the available kids, and 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 I thought you did a great job <laughs> of team chemistry, and you know looking at some of these names, you think, man, that kid was a player. Well, he, you know, you look over the side, and he was a one A or a two A. I don't really think that that we even thought about that or that even mattered, and. Uh, you know, like I said, other than your Saturday afternoon television players, there was no difference in the rest of the kids. No, the kids, I agree with you, Bart. The one thing we decided is uh, going to the game, we we're going to focus on, but one of the things I learned from being this is my third time was in the previous times we always picked our teams. We took the star players first and put them on the roster, then you filled in there. But you got down to the end, the last two or three picks, and you had to get a 1A kid or a 2A kid on the team, and, and they had to fit a particular slot. And sometimes, I remember the first time we were coaching the game, we ended up with a few kids that probably physically couldn't have, shouldn't have been in the game, and they had a tough time competing. Uh, we flipped it around a little bit, and what we did is we picked our 1A and 2A kids first because there are some really good 1A and 2A players in the state, we took, put, took them first, and then we took the five and six day kids later because there's always a ton of kids there that are talented. So I think that helped the roster a little bit. Yeah, it's interesting how you learn things along the way, isn't it? I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be uh, doing this again in uh, March uh, for the 2023, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be one of those guys that will go to the meeting uh, at uh, – at Bum's beloved Purdue University. Boiler up. And uh, that uh, Purdue, you know, th- uh, says here, North staff, you could come in with us. And, and IU uh, welcomes the South staff. So, uh, but anyway, they'll be, they'll be getting together. And all these things that we learned through the years uh, have, have really helped. And I think that is, you know, it's interesting. Uh, that, that may be one of the biggest things uh, that we learned was the fact that uh, it was so much so important to get uh, the right people at the right places, okay? Well, I, I think also the formula that you just, uh, that uh, Coach Marsh and you guys introduced where everybody gets to play. I mean, they're on the all-star team. They're doing their thing down there for a week and stuff. The idea that everyone should get to play, I think that that's, um, you know, quite eclectic on your part and certainly should be that way. Uh, after all, they are all-stars. And uh, to do that and then to uh, actually come away and win the game against a talented South squad, that uh, says a lot about everybody that was involved. Well, you can, Mark can chip in on this, but as I remember the game, the, North, the South had some really talented kids, Big Ten kids. Sure. And we found out after the first series and we got the lead that they were playing the same kids most of the, the game. They weren't playing platoon oh, really? at all. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to stay with it, and uh, we never went to our last phase of whoever was hot, hot and played well. We kept with the, the, the uh, red and blue, excuse me, the white and blue uh, platooning we did mm-hmm. the entire game, and uh, the the uh, South kind of kind of uh, fatigued out a little bit. Right. Well, I think I snuck Josh Gaines in with both crews. I don't think he came out in the fourth quarter, Lee. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I I confess that after twenty two years. <laughs> We'll absolve you here, so you'll be all right. 
Well, well and- when we get to when we get to 2016 game, uh, I'll uh, reveal a little bit of that also. Uh, uh, now is not the right time, probably, but uh, uh, Geisman uh, Geisman uh, gave me uh, uh, an order at the end of the game, and I said, "Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that." So yeah. anyway, we'll, I'll throw that in in 2000 when we get to 2016. I thought I. I thought I'd go ahead and run down through the uh, state championship scores from 2003, if that's all right at this time, Ted. Um, yeah, also make sure you name the uh, award, winners. award winners. You bet. Yeah. All right, well, Warren Central, as we said, knocked Penn out 57-7 to there. Kevin Wright was the head coach at Warren Central, and Corey Yeoman was the uh, head coach at uh, Penn on that day. Uh, Penn's uh, Wade Iams, I believe, was the uh, yes. uh, Mental Attitude yes. Award winner Iams, yeah. um, for them. Indianapolis Ron Colley knocked out East Noble 17 to nothing. Bruce uh, Saffris was the head coach at uh, Ron Colley, and Chris DePew was head coach at East Noble. And Jeff White, uh, White Wedding from East Noble was the uh, Mental Attitude Award winner. Indianapolis Chattard knocked out, uh, uh, I can't, man, what is this, North? Northwood. Northwood. Oh, yeah, Northwood. there you go. Yeah, okay, yeah. And so, okay now 49 to nothing. Lopsided score there. Uh, Vince uh, Lorenzano. Lorenzano. Lorenzano was the um, head coach at uh, Chittard, and uh, Rich Dotson, of course, was the head coach at Northwood. Uh, Josh uh, Sabo was the uh, most uh, was a Mental Attitude Award winner out of Northwood on that game for the 3A. 2A, Tri West knocked out Fort Wayne Harding, 41 to 36, high scoring affair there. Um, Mark Haste was the head coach at Tri West, and Sherwood Haydock uh, was uh, Fort Wayne Harding's uh, head coach, and T.J. Staple from Tri-West was the uh, Mental Attitude, uh, Attitude Award winner. And in 1A, Indianapolis Ritter knocked out Seeger 28 to nothing. Jim Boswell was the head coach at uh, Ritter, and Brian Moore was the head coach at Seeger. And uh, Thomas Marshall from Seeger was the Mental Attitude Award winner. And then in some of the awards, the awards for, uh, like, for instance, uh, uh, the Distinguished Service Award went to Kurt Sorg. Uh, Bart and I were talking about Kurt before we went on the air there, what outstanding man he was, outstanding coach. And uh, I uh, got to know him as a wrestling official and just uh, too bad. He he died way too young. Uh, no question about it. Uh, President's Award went to uh, Mark Chandler from Jimtown. Um, Ken Leffler Memorial Special Service Award went to Mark Miller from Rochester. We all know Mark. And the Media Award went to a gentleman by the name of Harold Welder from uh, WKVI out of Knox. So those were the award winners and uh, the state championship uh, winners from uh, 2003. Yeah, the state championships that year was were, you know, what was there one game that was close? I think is right. all. Mm-hmm. I think the two A game. Other, you know, wasn't a good day to be from Penn or Northwood. I know that. No, uh, you know, of course, being a runner up is better than uh, most. So, right. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. But uh, you know, but yeah, you're right about that. It's uh, this is quite a group here. Game. All right. Well, guys, I tell you what, I think, uh, you know, if we got anything else that we want to cover here, but, uh, you know, I really, really appreciate uh, having two coaches here that were on the staff. That is uh, a good thing for us and uh, makes it for an interesting show and gives us some insight uh, on uh, what goes on and what went on back then in uh, that particular game. Uh, so we really appreciate everyone being involved. Thank you, David, for having us. And Ted. Yes, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to be with you guys. I mean, anytime time you get to talk with Coach Bart, it's a good day. Absolutely. Ditto. <laughs> and, and Leroy, I, I'm sure you remember this, but for about five years, 
after we all coached together in the All-Star game, we would meet either at Amish Acres or the Frog in Syracuse, and, and all the coaches would bring their wives, and we'd have a dinner. And that was some of the more fun times that, that I can remember is after the game, we would all get together as coaches and wives, and uh, you made that happen, and uh, that, was a, that was a blast. Yeah, we had a good time. We had a great staff, and uh, like I said, none, none of them had too big, too big an ego for the game. But uh, so it was a good time. But I appreciate that. You bet. Which leads me into uh, my man from Tell City, Joe Talley, because he said, "I choose to be with football people," Absolutely. and uh, that's what you guys did. You were with football people, and uh, you know. That's what this is all about. Absolutely. Well, I think that's going to cue a little bit of the uh, background music here as we exit out of the show. We appreciate everyone tuning in. And we know it's January as this will air the first week of January. And we'll get back on schedule where we'll do a weekly podcast. And we all we got all kinds of things that we've been kicking around over December as far as goes to what to talk about. One of those things we're going to talk about and uh, get some coaches' input from the collegiate level as well as the high school level is the portal problem. And we're going to talk about that in one of our upcoming shows. And then, of course, we're going to continue on talking about the different All-Star games. Uh, and, uh, you know, 2005 will be next. And we got uh, those coaches lined up uh, to uh, do those interviews and talk about those. So uh, it should be a fun experience. All the region meetings are going on now as we move through uh, uh, January and February and then on into the uh, of course, statewide clinic, which happens in March down in Indianapolis. So thanks to everyone for tuning in. We really appreciate everything you guys do, uh, and you keep things going the right way. So happy new year, everybody.